delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! Sydney FC's free-scoring form continued on Saturday night in the depths of the southwest of Sydney at Campbelltown Stadium against a previously undefeated MacArthur Bulls. Dwight York's first loss as a senior team manager inflicted by the man he set up for the championship winner in the inaugural season of the A-League 16 years ago. We are conceding goals, but that won't worry Corica for now, with reinforcements due to come back in over the coming weeks. And Sydney sitting fairly pretty in third position after two wins, a draw and a loss. Tonight on Sky Blue Stories, I'm back, Jules is back and Sean's back. We're all here. Hey. Great How news. Fuck are <laughs> fucking all right, actually. Fucking all right, despite um, despite being in Campbelltown on Saturday night. Yeah, that was a shithole. Sorry to anyone who, you know, is a Sydney SE fan out at Campbelltown, but fuck me dead. Jonathan, there's a reason why I've been reluctant to go over there um, for the last, what, two, three seasons, whatever they've been around. I don't know. They don't exist. Um yeah. I ain't in a hurry to get back there anytime soon. I look, I am because I thought the 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 record crowd that we had and the away support that we brought um, was was phenomenal. It, it it really made the night. To be honest, um, I'm not exaggerating. Ten to one, wouldn't it? That would have yeah, it would have been yeah. I think they just over seven thousand there. So it was a Macarthur home game record. Um, that's a joke. <laughs> it is. It is. We, we were probably four and a half thousand of them. Um, but being generous to MacArthur, but um, no, I just thought I, I was keen. I, I, Sean, like you, it was my first trip out to a to a, to an away game. There, been there for Sydney FC home games before. But um, yeah, look, there were a few things that happened throughout the night, which was pretty shitty. But um, overall. Great win, three points, uh, and great travelling support. Absolutely, yeah. The the cove were brilliant. It was, it was a great atmosphere. I guess what we'd call we were sitting, we were just adjacent to the cove, getting the nice feels and vibes yeah. spread off them. But yeah, no, nah, brilliant, brilliant from them. And nice to meet Bruno in the flesh. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I felt like I said to him, like I feel like I know you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's lots of people like that. Actually, Davy. Um, Davey Green came up and said g'day as well at the end. So that was nice. Um, yeah, guys, nice on, guys on Twitter, can you maybe wear name tags? Just like, just so I know. <laughs> Jules, Sean's like, how do you know these guys? I'm like, oh, just, you know, ah, yeah. social media. <laughs> oh, so you do what I do online dating. All right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But you got a, you got a photo in the hat, in the cowboy hat, Sean. Yeah, Bruno, still waiting for you to post that, mate. That's yeah, nice. um, maybe that's for a personal collection. Totally understand. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, I watched very good, but it was it was it was a shitty start. And Jules were leaving you out of the conversation at the moment because you were having a nap when I invited you to, to come <laughs> for, the, for the road trip. Okay. Jules, you got about another uh, four five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to trying to just uh, bank some sleep. I don't think it works that way, but you <laughs> I know, don't think it does. Here's hoping. 
Um, Sean, we didn't even get a proper fucking dinner. Don't spoil my villains, but yeah, stay tuned. Oh. <laughs> I won't. I'll leave it. I'll Shocking. leave it. I'll leave it. Um, no, but look, uh, 3-2 uh, probably should have been 3-1. Actually, it could have been very different had had some of the refereeing decisions gone a slightly different way. But uh, look, all in all, three points. As I said, we're sitting third. Um, I'm not sure we would have expected that um, at the start of the season or even after round one. But um, all in all, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, take it. Yeah. I think it's time. Browns. 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 Probably the shortest around the grounds um, I've done to date. So let's smash it out so we can talk some actual football. You've been busy this Uh, week, Sean, obviously. uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Recent-ish news. Actually, there's one or two things I can add on top of this, but (laughs) Courtney and Jada have been added to the Matilda squad. Congratulations, girls. Um, the friendly is coming up against Sweden first and then Thailand. Um, hopefully both mm. okay, Jada probably won't get on the park. I'd love her, but because she's behind Tegan and um Lydia Williams, I've seen her on online dating. That's a story for Patreon, maybe later, but anyway, hey, I digress. Um, <laughs> Jonathan, just what are you saying, Sky Blue stories after hours. <laughs> um, no, congratulations to the girls. I hope we see Courtney out on the field. That would be absolutely fantastic. And, and Michelle, very happy for us to say this. Don't forget, 26th of November, tickets are on sale for the girls' um, kickoff to the season. First round, up against the scum of Melbourne Victory, up at Cromer Park, Saturday mm. night, 26th of November. Remember, it's my birthday as well. Um, hopefully, That's I can celebrate birthday. a win as well. Um, I'll be yep. away that weekend. Oh, well. Oh, well, thanks for celebrating my birthday, my friend. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then the other little bit of news as well, Sydney Sunsets. No, 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 no. Jono will kill me if I start talking about them again. <laughs> Laugh with the fucking sunsets. Although I just took a really nice picture of one out the window. I'll send to you boys on, on chat. Mm-hmm. Only if you could fucking wear it. Now, uh, oh, wait, you can apparently. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Um, just a little shout out, like for those who weren't aware, like, it was absolutely wonderful and something I put in our run sheet. We had some youngsters, some fresh meat out on the field. We had Adrian Segegic, Segegic, and Jake Girdwood Reich. A little bit odd to see him at left back, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. Of course, my favorite, Jaden Kachowski and Patrick Wood, four graduates of our Sydney FC Academy, which is absolutely astounding um, to have them all on the field or in the squad at the same time um, and to get a win as well. Absolutely amazing. It goes to show that the club, the players, the coaching staff, of course, are doing an absolutely fantastic job. Now it would be ideal to be able to have all of them graduate and end up in the Sydney team and getting their debut with Sydney FC, but we know it's quite idealistic and it would be lovely to keep all of them, the Telios, the, uh, who else would there be? The Teagues, the, Yornhoffs, etc. But we're um, right, Yeah, it's it's a curse of our success and curse of our um, great coaching and, and, and academy there. So, well done to those those players, uh, and of course, yeah, Tommy Hewitt Bell, of course. Can't forget. Yeah, Tommy um, I, I didn't realize Tommy because he debuted for the Mariners, obviously, but um, obviously spent a couple of his younger years mm. uh, in the in the academy when it first got kicked off. So. Yeah. 
Shout out to Kelly Cross for that. Kelly Cross has headed up a fantastic department there and obviously it's a it's the sum of the parts that obviously get these amazing results and produce these brilliant footballs but it's the vision that's put in place by kelly cross i think that would be remiss to to not mention that absolutely uh absolutely we actually hope to get kelly on um on the pod one day on sky blue stories um, yeah, would be a great chat which he's agreed to do but i have been told that we um that we, we might need a five-hour podcast for that because uh, <laughs> apparently apparently kelly likes a chat so <laughs> might, might take you under his wing <laughs> oh, there you go. Mate, I'll be picking his brain. It will be a five-hour podcast if it's, oh, if I'm involved. I'll just be picking his brain. Jules, uh, Jules uh, this is a private matter, but um, up your like card looking for a uh, men's first grade coach. <laughs> I, so, I did see that, yeah. Um, Send mm, your application. I think my C license isn't going to cut it just yet. But, uh, we'll Ivan, I, Nechevsky can help you. Ivan can help you. <laughs> Nechevsky can help <laughs> Right. Um, big- just on the academy, Sean, uh, have we made? I don't think we've made this reference. So, so we've got Gerd Wood and Gerd Wood Reich. Reich. Ooh. Oh wow. Have we ever? I don't think. No, I've never. I've never picked that <laughs> up. That's that's mad. That's weird. It's not some Twilight shit. It's, it's slightly different spelling on on the Gerds, but yeah, fuck, weird. Anyway, Gerd- sorry, I just thought I'd point that out. Wood. Good wood, right? Some sort, mm. yeah, yeah. Sounds like a German folk, like <laughs> Nazi. Good wood, good wood, yeah. right? <laughs> but some big names on the list, guys. Like, yeah, just moving away from national socialism for a second. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> topic. Uh, Cammy Devlin, uh, doing great guns over there in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Teague, of course. I won't try and pronounce that Portuguese club. I think it means family, Farmer Lacau, maybe not. Um, you know, Anton there, Pepion, of course, Talbot, Neuenhoff, uh, Jake Holman, of course. Uh, who else is there? Zachary Shepherd. I wonder what has Aiden Simmons made the bench or anything for the scum? Not yet. No, I've been keeping an eye on that, but not yet. No, but Zach Sapsford's had a had a couple of runs now. Of course, George Timothy, you know, went and played for just a little German club called Schalke, you know, just Still a runner. Are they in um, Bundesliga 2, Jules? No, they? they're in Bundesliga 1. It's my dad's team. Uh, but they went up? A, yeah, they went up and now they're probably going to go back down again. Well, I mean, it's early doors yet, but yeah, they suck. Big Charles, he's doing great guns over in, oh, fuck, what was it? Not Malta? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Malta. Yeah, for Zabag Rangers. He's killing. He's got like, what is that, like eight goals in nine games or something to that effect? He's he's, he's doing Charles right. Lokalongoy. Yeah, mm. but, yeah. Big fuck. Bring him back. Jeez. <laughs> sorry, Charles. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. But, uh, good for you, man. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll keep it short and relatively sweet. That was around the grounds. 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 Football. Last Saturday night, we did. Can somebody else talk other than me? Somebody. It's tired of hearing my voice. Otherwise, I'll start whinging about sunsets and, and the lack of Jules, and- Jules on uh, Saturday night, we uh, played MacArthur. <laughs> yes, we did. Town, uh, in a Sydney derby. <laughs> we did. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Sydney derby. You know, of sorts. Is what do you it? call it's that? Bit, yeah. Relevance deprivation syndrome. <laughs> yeah. IDS. 
Um, is it a Sydney Derby, boys? Come on. No. It's not the Sydney Derby. It's just a Sydney Derby. What qualifies as a Derby? Same city? Are they from the same city? I mean, it was a long fucking drive. No, I like we're, it. We're, <laughs> a, we're a city. They're a bum fuck town. <laughs> but I like your point, Jono, when we went there the night. You, you, what did you say? Like uh, Gosford's only 10 less Ks or something? Yeah, like it's, it's, it's 10 kilometers less to get to, to Campbelltown than it is to, to get to Gosford. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It is far. It's a long way. From, well, I mean, look, that's from me in relatively central Sydney. Took me, what, an hour, I want to say? Yeah, yeah it's about that. Mm. About that. But um, Jules, uh, overall thoughts from, from you, mate, on the on the performance, on the game? I just, yeah, look, I just, I'm not convinced. I think that's the probably the biggest overarching feeling is it's, mm. it was sort of like an empty feeling. Like it's great to get a win. I'm not going to be like a pessimistic prick and say that it wasn't great to get the win, but, but that's, still your, felt... that's your form. That's your type form. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of us on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, it just felt like we're doing, I, th- I think it was slowly that um, put it best. We did our best to throw, uh, to try and throw away the win. And I think we're that there's a lot of that happening, and I know, and I know it's early days, but I feel like it's gonna it's gonna creep up and kill us very soon if we don't put an end to it. Yeah. Somebody else put out on Twitter, maybe it was in the chat with Slow. Sorry, put that on the bingo sheet. How many times have we mentioned Brendan? But we can't just continue outscoring teams. I know this might be yeah. stating the bleeding obvious. It's very well, we can. Well, but it's not. If we keep outscoring teams, generally we'll win. I think that's how football works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, (laughs) we can't keep threes, five fours, four twos, whatever. Um, I'd be just as satisfied with a. Well, we'd like a clean sheet. Ultimately, defense wins games. You only need a goal or two if your defense is solid. But I'll I'll give some leniency because look, Gerd Donks, they're doing a job. I'm not saying it's mm. outstanding, but they're doing a job and it's been quite decent. I think Donks has had a quite a decent start to the season. Mm. Got thrown as good, especially into the bit of the deep end. Um, no one's fault. Shit happens there with with, with Jack and, and Wilco. But they're doing a job because you know, at the end of the day, the ball has to go through or pass another half a dozen players until it gets to them. So, Yeah. I think from these six games, just scrap and scrounge for three points as much as humanly possible and then enjoy your World Cup break, the Sydney Cup, of course, and then the real judgment is going to start, whoever is at uh, round seven game from when we get back. Any idea who that is? Or are we looking too far into the future? But whoever uh, Melbourne is, City. Is it? Is, oh, okay. City. Big test. Big test. So I think that's when the real analytical glasses and stuff can really be honing in on, on Karaka and, and he's and judging him and the team, of course, mm. in, in terms of their performance and output. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. A hundred percent agree. That's, that's the, that's the marker in the sand um, is city. Again, if you, I don't know if you guys watch the access. Did, all just, yeah. Just this afternoon, actually, I'm still pumped yeah. on Kismorbo's halftime speech. Fuck me. Like he's so, I don't care. Like, you know, some people might think that that's over the top or whatever, but no, he's no way in under eights. Maybe Jono don't do it. Maybe in under eights. Maybe don't do it then. 
Um, but you know, he was. That's I, I don't know. There's there's a I don't know if you guys saw it as well, but there's I feel like there is a difference. I'm not going to say whether one's better or one's not, but there is definitely a difference in style from say the halftime talks that we saw at Scott on Sky Blue um, documentary and from what we saw access all areas. And that might be because certain reasons or whatever, but there's definitely a, a st- and that's not a bad thing. There's got to be different coaches, but yeah. 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 And it does depend on the editing and whatnot, but Ab- absolutely. Um, yeah. The, the, yeah, I'm the same as you, Jules. I actually just watched that um, A-League access just this afternoon and mm. yeah, I'm still pretty pumped from from that halftime speech. So. It's his attention to detail, which just blew me away. It's not a Melbourne City podcast. I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> anyways, I'm just saying. Um, that's it's a good series. Be, it's a good series. Yeah, mm. It is. And that is going to be the marker in the sand. Is like That's going to start to see, well, are we going to be able to match it against teams that are capable yeah, more than capable of scoring three or four goals, like we're sort of half doing at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. let's hope um, let's hope Jack's fit for the for the Sydney Cup at least. Mm. Um, if he's not going to appear before yeah. then, get and some we'll minutes. Go. We'll go, yeah. Mm. Alfie too, to a lesser degree, but Jono, you and I had a little chat during the week, and we thought, will Corica not start Wood? Mm. We had a little thought to ourselves that maybe on the back of what on the back of what you boys were saying um on the pod last week actually um which i unfortunately was absent from uh which i'm sure everyone noticed and they're very sad but that's okay i'm I'm back now um yeah just on the back of i was waiting for someone to say or he'll put mac into the nine role which i think you guys got to at the end and Mm. and i thought that i thought that what he might do um and and start segacic due to his amazing form um in in every every time he's been given a chance but I, I was pleased that Paddy got the start and obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing but I would have gone that way anyway and um Paddy Wood does what Paddy Wood does he's 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 scores goals he's just hungry yeah, he's, he just, he's so fucking hungry for the ball and to score a goal and that's what he got well, you don't want to make a bit like what Grant happened in the first round against Victory. You don't want to make too many changes. Mm, mm, mm. So on. So just play people in their right position. And it paid off. Absolutely yeah. paid off. Um, let's get going. Yeah. I thought we started the game quite well. I thought the intensity was quite there. Uh, we're down in there and in and around the 18-yard box. Maybe well, Dominating is a very strong word, but certainly looking more likely of the two to score a goal. I thought so. Let's jump ahead to the 13th, 14th minute. Nice little one-two with Caceres. Very uh, similar to Max' goal against Adelaide the week before. Little one-two, little give and go. Mm. Pen or not pen? Wasn't a no, pen. No, no pen for mine. <clears throat> no. Nah, not I a pen. Kind of I, think, I, think, I think Robbie made the most of the situation. <laughs> He's flamboyant. I um I know like there's all the fair and uh, um what's the clear and obvious, clear and obvious sorry mm-hmm. yeah thanks for that um yeah clear and obvious and I would have thought that that was fairly clear and obvious I thought he actually fouled Miller um yeah he pushed yeah, on, I agree. on the way through um I was surprised when it didn't get overturned obviously from where Sean and I were next to the cove it's it's pens all day right like it's at the other end of the field and and he goes over after contact but yeah looking at it properly it, yeah it's not a that's mm. not a penalty no 
It's not a penalty. And we didn't have Alfie to take it. Um, well, Caceres might have, but Max stood up. Slovak, Slovak uh, stepped up. Mm. But if, if you can ever get the chance to look at the highlights, how Paddy set up behind that semicircle on the edge of the yeah, 18. And, and like a striker should when they lead the line and how they make that angled run to run in behind the defence, he did that almost like the exact same thing on the edge of that 18-yard box, that angled run. So just as Mac, you know, touched boot to ball, he was crossing the 18-yard box. So he, he timed it perfectly to be there. Beautiful anticipation, which often what a striker should do. You know, sometimes they don't get the plaudits because they're just there to tap it in, but it's the, it's the timing and the movement. Mm. And then the rest just looks quite effortless. And, and Kurto, despite the save, because it wasn't a great penalty, um, Jules. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess shit. it's never a great penalty if you if you don't score it. Um, but it was a it was a fairly easy one for Kurto. But Kurto was was being peak Neuer again. Uh, he's unreal. In the first that fifteen night. minutes, he, I think, in the first minute, he had to make three saves, um, and and did, and um, yeah, it could have been shaping up for a very different night uh, if he if he kept that going. Yeah, he was unbelievable on the night. He pulled off some ridiculous saves. No, like had no right to pull off some of the saves he did. Mm. Um, he always seems to step up against us. I don't know what it is. No, a lot of goalkeepers do. Um, we didn't <laughs> yeah. lead for long though, Sean. Um, mm. If that wasn't a penalty, uh, it wasn't a free kick to Matt Miller two minutes later on the wing. Which is something, a lesson that the boys need to learn. And somebody, I think Brat said it in the post interview out on the field, conceding after scoring. Mm-hmm. Something we need to fix. Lack uh, of concentration. Miller, somebody you like, Jono, you mentioned, oh, I like him. And I certainly you're talking about player. his football. Craig Noon <laughs> put the lovely lofted, you know, free kick over. Um Good header, gets it, head to ball, pass redders. Ah, uh, look, being a keeper is a tough gig. I hate doing it. Cringed ever having to do it when I've had to step up for my all age team. But perhaps redders could have, should have done better there. He hesitated, came out, hesitated. Mm. Uh, maybe easier said than done, but probably should have come out to punch it away. Yeah, he was in two minds. You could tell he was in two minds from the from the get go, and I think that that's. Once you once that happens, it's very difficult because even it's not only you that obviously is probably not going to get to this ball. It's also the defenders mm. then second guess whether they're going to come and collect the ball as well and try to clear the clear the danger. So yeah, it just ended up in no man's land. It annoyed the shit out of me because they scored the exact same goal the week before MacArthur, mm. um, almost yeah. identical, almost identical. And Craig Noon, to his credit, you know. Lovely whip on the free kick, but um, mm. yeah, I think uh, if there's one criticism of Redders this year for mine, he's been quite slow to come off the line. Um, there's mm. been a few occasions, even that victory, um, the victory game where those two across goal, he just seems slow to move and get off the line for those ones. But um, yeah, look, it would have been very difficult to stop, but yeah, had to get a fifth, had to get a fist to it. We're actually conceding a lot of goals. Funny, I'm just thinking now we've conceded a lot of goals from crosses mm. into the mm. box, but whether it be a set piece or a breakdown of a set piece and then subsequent cross and transition. Yeah. But yeah, maybe something to, I'm sure they're looking at it and I'm sure they're trying to correct it as much as possible. But yeah, just something that's just light bulb that, then. It's that positioning, isn't it, Jules? Like mm. uh, either if you think back to the Adelaide game, talking about the Van der Sarg one. Um, mm. Where where he was left 
pretty much unmarked on the back stick from a yeah. lovely Goodwin cross. And then, but the yeah. other goals, so the the second MacArthur goal, which we'll get to, and the Adelaide goal the week before, we just got run through paper thin defence and um, people just not in the right position to 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 make a decent challenge. And and that's again, when when you've got your third and fourth choice centre halves, that's that's it's going to happen. Mm. Now, if that penalty wasn't uh, controversial enough, <laughs> uh, the ref said, "Hold my beer." Thirty seventh minute. Aspro Potomidius. Said it beautifully. Uh, Alex, hang on. I'll raise you another. <laughs> uh, Woody on the break um, gets brought down. Jonathan, you're screaming. Last man. Last man. Go to I was. Your mate. Uh, and I you was. were certain the right call was made. Um, I, I, I was at the time. <laughs> But I very quickly, uh, very quickly changed my mind. Um, I was happy with the yellow, to, to be honest. I think he got it right in the first instance, and then VAR got involved, possibly rightly so, just to check where it was. But he was a long way out, Paddy Wood. He had a lot of work to do, um, and of course, we're talking uh, thanks to Mr. John Apotzis, our referee and consultant. Uh, Sky Blue Stories, former guest. Um, so Dogzo denying <laughs> an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, Jules. Do you think that was an obvious goal-scoring opportunity? No, it wasn't uh, obvious. N- neither did I, I. I think he had to probably take another touch. Yeah. And I think there was there was subsequent cover there. I'm not saying that he mm. probably wouldn't. I mean, he might have caught, would he? There's every chance he might have. So, or one of the I others think, could have come across, but exactly. So, I just don't think you can. Again, we talk about the clear and obvious. I don't mm. think that's clear and obvious to overturn to make it a so, red. Yeah, exactly. So they they fucked up yeah. both times. Just such poor refereeing. The standard refereeing has gone downhill again. I don't understand. And it's not just the ref. It's not the referees even on the pitch. Sometimes it's the VAR. It's yeah. atrocious. And they've got the they've got the luxury of sitting in a nice, comfortable yeah. room <laughs> box with several monitors, mm. no crowds, no you know they went yeah, no pressure up yeah. on the field, tired and whatnot, and they can still fuck it up. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, there really needs um, to be a shot clock on VAR. I reckon. Whoever the referee, no, that's another thing. Seriously, if you cannot make a decision within thirty to forty seconds, it's not clear and obvious. Yes, Move on. Exactly. Have you seen that exactly. now? The referee's bosses. What I think it was going to come out on Mondays in a few. Yeah, I actually heard um, Nathan McGill on the Global Game uh, with Broski and, and Simon Hill uh, last night, and he, there's nothing too controversial discussed, but. I think they they gave him a few underarms to to, to bat back, but um, yeah, uh, they, they they are restricted with what they can and can't do by IFAB, obviously, which is the you know um, international board. So yeah, it's it's just shit. So I I don't think I don't think it should have been a, a red. I was quite happy. He made the decision. Yellow play on. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Then slightly into added time in the first half, a beautiful uh, poetic mm. wordsmith. How did it go? Uh, John, yes. please repeat it for me because I'm not old butcher. Uh, Rhino on the run. Yep. Lolly on the volley. Yep. Mac on the attack. Boom. 
think that was it. That's gorgeous. Yeah. That's good That's wordsmithing, true. isn't it, Jules? It's not bad. The volley from bad. volley was, was delicious. Fucking yeah. Better again. It was good, wasn't it? And then the nice half volley from Mac to serve it up and, and then put it into the corner. It was, it was a fantastic goal. Great counterattack. Rhino on the run. Brilliant there to cut it back to find Lolly. Uh, just inside the 18 yard. What a what a pass by Donaghy though, just quietly. Yeah. What a fucking pass to Ryan Grant. Um it's just just sublime. It, it was, you know, you, you'd be forgiven for thinking that was a Caceres or mm-hmm. you know, someone else putting that ball in. Um just beautiful. I used to love um I, I used to it, it reminded me a little bit like um Matty German, who who looks very awkward on the ball sometimes, but every now and then. He used to put through these splitting passes that yeah. that just were were you know Pirlo esque you know and and that's the that's what Donks did to to lay that on for for Rhino who'd come across all the way from right back um, to run through the lines and 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 put that ball into the mixer and then the game got a little bit you know ho hum on the attack in the edge uh, sorry in their final third in their half having a little bit of trouble trying to break them down, getting close and whatnot. Sub started to roll on. Um, actually, there was a bit of a strange, semi-strange sub uh, at halftime. I wasn't expecting to see Yazbek uh, sub off so soon. He, had, he was on a yellow, something early, in, oh, for that sliding in tackle. Um, I, I, thought I'd, I thought I'd see Retray a little bit later in the game. Anyway, uh, but then some Woody came off, Sega came on and, Kachowski, my boy, my favorite, equal favorite with Max. He came on too. But all those subs, although Retro was playing very high, wasn't he, John? Mm, I, was, mm. I was about to ask Jules, Sean. Sorry I to interrupt. Not lost, Jules. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, Sean. Just, just on a side note, Jules, you're watching on telly. Mm. It, did it look more like we were playing a 4 1 2 3? Because Paolo yeah. and Caceres were very high. Yeah, um, and Paolo, I think, as Sean said, Paolo looked lost. He was he was high and right, um, mm. using the trick stick every time he got the ball. Um, yeah, uh, did you notice much from 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 TV? I noticed that that they, that they were pressing a little bit high, but I think that that was just because they were set so deep in a low block, mm. um, Macarthur. So you just had the license to sort of, and we were keeping the ball. I think Sean was pretty much alluding to, it was a bit ho-hum in the second half. We're just keeping the ball and trying to break them down, but it's very difficult when a team wants to set up, you know, the mm. two banks of four effectively almost on the 18 yard box. So mm. um, I think he just got licensed to, to push forward and try to create overloads in areas. Um, yeah. So that's probably what, what they were trying to do. He wasn't completely ineffectual to, to be honest. No. It was just really strange when, all of a sudden you'd see the number eight jersey for Sydney FC mm. um, in front of the cove almost. It was, yeah. yeah, it was very strange. Sorry, Sean, we interrupted. You, you go on. No, no, no. But then the, the, we're just saying that the subs, as they should, made an impact. Sega, when he came on, made an impact. Kachowski came on, made an impact. Maxi was looking to make inroads forward. Very interesting seeing Jake come out on left back. I thought that was a bit odd. Mm. Because uh, what is he, centre mid, holding mid? Yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah, I think he might have done a similar role for the NPL side once or twice. But uh, mm. I I actually, Sean, I said to you on the night, I thought, oh, Jakey's on, so Paolo will go to right back and yeah. 
or Ryan, left back and Ryan will, yeah. Yeah, so. back in the middle. Uh, that would have made more sense. But, hey, I'm not a coach, so clearly. Um, but then we had Sega's goal. Fantastic. Uh, Jaden Kachansky. Oh, what a ball. He, he was looking to make – he had a couple of – shot earlier, mm. putting pressure on Curto, looking good, got himself, you know, open up his body. Lovely uh, – I don't know, they must be working on ESPN or something like that to be able to find <laughs> each other. Psychically, Sega at the back post, and he 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 probably should have had two Sega, shouldn't he, Jono? Jules, um, when he's got the build, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, Mac, Mac wasn't too happy with him on the night a couple of times when he tried to go himself. Well, but the, I, I love that. Did you see when Mac got subbed though, he wasn't happy. No, he wasn't a happy camper. They can, you know. Just chill out, mate. You've, you've scored a goal, 77th minute. Exactly. Well, scored a great goal, had another great performance. It's a long mm. season, just just bits and pieces. Just see yeah. how you go. Sometimes we need to park the Ferrari, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know what a Savlakian brand is. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and then we're up at 3-1 i'm thinking okay we'll shut out the game from here 3-1 two goal buffer we should be sweet we can go home uh next minute 87th minute macarthur's you know toure finds a run of anthony carter and he makes no mistake uh, nice little touch pass redders mm. made the last half a dozen or last, you know including out of time more nerve-wracking than what it needed to be mm. and they hit the bar and then hit the Fucking thundered the crossbar. Oh, no, but just before it with Carter's goal, he just kind of danced and waltzed in and, and very similar to... Walk, um, walk between the two before. central defenders. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no one picked him up. He, as a, as a, don't tell me if I'm wrong, Jules, a nine often should try and get find himself in between the two centre-backs. And yeah. neither one of them went, well, I'll look after him. I'll take him. I'll get a little bit more touch tight. Um, yeah. Lucid. One should always, well, I don't know. It, and again, it depends, but I'll, I'd never like, obviously, any centre-back. I think that's pretty standard that you don't want them to be square at any time because it kind of just doesn't really work out for you if that happens. So one's always that more of a man marker on on the nine if they're, if they're playing off the shoulder, if it's a proper nine-nine and not a false nine. If the false nine goes in, then the sticks picks up sometimes but because you don't want to get your central defender dragged too much. But... That's the other thing is that I feel like the gaps between the lines for a team that's 3-1 three, one, three, one up was a bit puck a fucking bus between mm. the line lines between defense and midfield. So um much to the point that we we're just talking about with retro, I would have thought that we could we could drop in an extra six alongside and and maybe they did and it just didn't click over into the the mixed messaging or whatever. I don't I'm not too sure on the night, but it certainly seemed like we're still playing with predominantly one six and, you know, borderline another 10 rather than two sixes. And then, like you said, Jules, it's the crossbar. Could have put our pants down and walked away with only one point in the evening, which would have confounded <laughs> the lack of stake Jonathan and I had, or I didn't have all <laughs> in the night. Um, but look, it wasn't pretty. We made it harder than what it needed to be. A couple of games, uh, well, the yeah, two games in a row. <laughs> funnily enough, there were two red, uh, a red card in each game. Controversially, shouldn't have been a red card in both Adelaide and the MacArthur game. One game the week before walked away with only a point. This time, walked away with three. Not pretty. 
certainly not pretty. Uh, yeah, tax doing well could be better. Uh, could be a bit more clinical, a bit more creative, but we're probably in a better place than what we've ever thought we would be. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, look, I was sort of talking to a couple of different people on that and I feel like it's the problem that we have at the moment is our attack. I reckon our attack's fantastic in terms of the movements, really good for a team that's obviously coming into a, a new sort of style of football and they're adop- and they're trying to, you know, obviously develop new connections and chemistry between players that are coming in. I thought I I think they're doing actually a really good job going forward. There's some beautiful passages of play. Mm-hmm. People are singing from the same hymn sheet. It's great. But I feel like the attack will be could be, has the potential to be as good as 17-18. Like very good. But our defense at the stage <laughs> looks like something from a Farina era. <laughs> so that's the problem is we've got we've got a Ferrari up the front and Fiat at the back. So and something's then gonna change that, um, there. When we get Adrian in the in the gentry, January transfer. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about it because I know where he's, he's gonna go. He's teasing a he's teasing a few different teams, isn't he'll, he? He'll he'll stay overseas, won't he? Right. Oh, I don't know. He's he's hinted and he's hinted and teased a few times. Imagine bring a back Yordi boys. I hope they don't listen. Maybe I do. Could we uh, kindly ask Alfie to head back to India and then have that spot for Adrian? No, nah, I've got a better option. You what? know who is a free agent? Oh yeah, Lu- Luis Suarez. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guest in, guest in, yeah. hear me in. out. Like six hear games, I guess. Like yeah, that. yeah, like a Benito Carboni, yeah. but easy, you know, easy. Come on. That'd be sexy. Make it happen. Oh. I'd get Sydney Sunsets with Suarez on the back. Oh, poor, oh poor that Alfie. would be hot. Poor Alfie. So I know. <laughs> such a, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's such a prick. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just been replaced by a 20-year-old for the rest Arms of the season. tough, mate. Um, and you're sending him back to India. Fucking hell. Jesus. Oh, mate, it's all about results. Just about getting results, man. KPIs, brother. But Wood was good. It would, I, I thought he was fantastic. Wood was uh, great. He the line really well. Really well. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, let's finish this up. Any final thoughts? And Or if not, let's just jump to our SFCU votes. Uh, final thoughts. I just for two other players. I don't think we've mentioned much this tonight, actually. Diego Caballo, um, for smiling on every decision that went our way. I thought that was fucking hilarious because there are a few throws that shouldn't have been ours and, and they gave them to us. And he was just a smiling assassin. It was brilliant. Um, and Joe Lolly, <laughs> who had two golden opportunities to oh, score. Man. And and did it, and, and he was. You could just see how much it meant to him. Uh, it was in the opening minutes there where he where he slid one. I think Kurto might have got a glove on it and slid it around the post. And then obviously the last minute of the game, with that breakaway where I think he was just running on carrots, and um, again was the defender just might have been Tommy Uzcock just did enough to to put him off, and he was absolutely spent. He he left it all out there and. Um, you know, the first thing he did after shaking hands with the opposition, like I've noticed he's done a few times now, is walk over to the supporters and and, and give them yeah. a clap. Um, so, nice yeah, going. just a couple of shout-outs to those boys. All right, boys, start voting. Me? All right, beautiful. I'm gone. All right. 
Uh, Woody with three, uh, two for Lolly and one for Rhino, who continues Ooh. to go back to form, which is great to see. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to give three points for Grant. I think he's had his best game this season. He was, he was fantastic on the night, not just because the, the the goal involvement. Jonathan, uh, I should look that up oh. on the book. Because <laughs> that gets money these days, doesn't it? Jono, goal involvement. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought Grant was great. Three points for Grant, two for Lolly, and a point each for Wood and JK. Do you just give seven votes? Three. Or five. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it. Let's uh, I'll go wait a second. I'll go two for Grant, two for Lolly, and one each for Wood and JK. That works. Yeah. That works. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you boys um, talk up Ryan Burt Grant. Uh, I gave him three votes as well. I thought he, same as you, Sean. Um, brilliant everywhere, even on the left. Um, had getting pre-assists for goals. Um, so three to Buster, two to Bratton. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. I thought he responded quite well. I, I, I didn't think, I didn't think he'd hit the heights the last couple of games, but everything we pretty much everything we we started came from Bratzy. Um and like I said, I I did sort of notice as I was saying to you Jules about I really feel like we're playing a four one two um into that midfield. And um he just swept everything up and distributed like a boss like he always does. And Patty Wood won for winning me cash. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going well, boys, the last couple of weeks. What can I yeah, say? Yeah, jeez. I have to start <laughs> following you. Um, so, yeah, three, two, one. All right. All right. Jono, this is a, our next little uh, pre-segment on the yeah. Um, pre-segment. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to start. Um, we'll try to do a, uh, a segment. Sean, if you could just sort some music out for music. it. Uh, oh, cool, 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 cool. Sure. Nice, nice. Um, played for both. So every week when we preview the game, we'll just um, talk about a former player, a former player, not current, uh, in case they change teams again or something, that <laughs> um, uh, that's played for both Sydney FC and the opposition side. And we put it out to the socials this week. There's been quite a few players that have played for Sydney FC and either Queensland Roar or, or Brisbane Roar, as they're now known. Um, Andrew Packer, honourable mention. Um, there was quite a few likes on uh, on Grant's uh, suggestion for that. So Andrew Packer, um, this is one for the for the OGs. Um, Andrew Packer played, I think, every minute of every game in season one at, at right back for for Sydney FC. Now inaugural championship winning year. Uh, and as as Grant said, a very very underrated player um, who, from from almost game one of Sydney FC's existence, played um, all the way through to through that grand final before heading up to uh, his his home state of of Queensland and playing for the Raw. Um, interesting side note for Andrew Packer: he actually retired quite young at thirty years old and joined the ADF. Went and joined the <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, a bit of um, a bit random, but that's what he did. But the uh, the the overwhelming uh, overwhelming person that they wanted us to talk about, lads, was the one and only cult hero, Kofi Danning. What um, what do you boys remember about the 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 flyer from ACT? 
Um, for me, I, I remember him often coming off the bench. Um, and just it's probably my early days uh, in the cove when I was young enough to still stand and my knees were able to. And just, <laughs> you know, they come around the back there at the cove, a little bit of the, the grass areas between the goal and, and the fence. And just that chance, go, 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 feed it. Yeah. So that was really cool. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remember his, that game um, that he, uh, his first game at Allianz. Mm. And he, he was, I think he came on as a substitute and um, that chant was going on and he was doing like a little, he's doing a little dance. Um, he was really <laughs> lapping it up, lapping up the experience and obviously he came on and did what he did. Um, and he was, you know, as, as you are a young kid, you've scored for, you know, this, this massive club and a beautiful mm. stadium and with a great support. And obviously he, he's come over to when they do the, you know, the hey, 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 at the end and they're singing Kofi Downing and he's yeah. just walked over by himself without the, without the team and just started dancing. And then Harry <laughs> McFlynn has had to call him over, put his arm around and say, now, nah, come on, lad, we do this as a team, which was pretty funny. <laughs> So that's what I remember. It was very funny, and and for a young bloke that um, you know, as we'll, as we'll we'll cover in a sec, you know, didn't actually make that many appearances, but he but he had his song, um, yeah. an excitement machine, an absolute flyer. Um, is brought to the club as a as a seventeen year old by Steve O'Connor, who's Australian football royalty, really boys, um, former Socceroo, and then spent a lot of time at the AIS before um. Uh, coaching a lot of the the, the junior national teams, uh, and there's quite a few Sydney FC youngsters that that Steve um, brought to the club. So Kofi was another one of them. Um, debuted under John Cosmina, uh, the third of January two thousand and nine. He was seventeen years old. Um, we don't we don't get that too often these days, do we? We don't have seventeen year olds debuting too often for for Sydney FC. No. Um, which is interesting considering how good our academy is. Yeah, yeah. But they all seem to be that sort of, yeah, at least 18, 19, you know, 20 mm. sort of age group. Um, mm. But I do remember back in the day, you know, we used to have players like Antonis, yeah, Chris Payne, Kofi Danning, um, Adam Biddle. There was quite a lot of super mm. young, uh, super young talent. Daniel, Daniel Petkovsky is another one. Um, I remember yeah. being quite young. There's a name that wouldn't have been heard for a while. Yeah, um, Jesus yeah. Christ. Sorry, Sean? Such an encyclopedia. You're like the encounter oh, yeah. of Sydney FC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, debut against Adelaide away. And then, as you said, Jules, that, um, that debut against Wellington Phoenix, it was actually the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, that he scored in front of 9,500 Sydney FC fans at the old Allianz Stadium. He was 17 years old, 315 days. So not even 18. And uh, Sydney FC's youngest ever A-League goal scorer. So Chris Payne, who I just mentioned, actually has him pipped in a preseason tournament um, by seven days. <laughs> so, wow. Um, but for, in terms of official fixtures, I think that record still stands rowdy will tell me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure uh kofi danning's our our youngest ever goal scorer um still to this day he backed it up the next week uh scoring another goal so he got two goals in two games uh in just his second and third appearances for the club actually against his his soon-to-be employer uh the brisbane raw uh, unfortunately, uh, he had he did do an acl in december 2009 um and and that was was a long ACL uh, recovery from from memory, boys. Um, mm. it, it had him out for a very long time, 
and it, it halted unfortunately any any progress and excitement he was making all the the underage national teams you know he played many many games for um for the Ollie Roos and and the young soccer Roos um but unfortunately that injury came at a at a horrible time uh the mm -hmm. club Sydney wasn't doing um too well when he started but then we won the comp in 910 which he he would have been a part of had he not um had he not done that that anterior cruciate so that was um that was a shame he, his last ever appearance was in the Asian Champions League under Vicha Lovishka uh, against Kashima Antlers. He came on as an 87th minute sub, but all in all, 27 appearances for the clubs, only eight starts um, mm. and less than a thousand minutes for the club. But mm. the question I have for you guys, has there been another player at the club that, you know, has had so much potential, but, but unfortunately not, I guess, been able to take it to, to the heights that, um, that we might've thought. Uh, the hard one, I guess. I I don't know. It's it's he he did have potential. I think that we're sort of and potentially enamored by that really red hot start that he had, and mm. maybe that that sort of set a pretty a high standard and a high bar for him to maintain and reach. And I'm not sure, and it's no disrespect to him, um, to get to any level that level of professional, you have to be a, you know, a very good footballer. Um, but I don't know if it was as good maybe as what we, what we were going to hype him up to be. Mm. And that eventually happened very easy to say now, but yeah, I think he still could have been at the club for a very long time um, without the injuries and done an okay job for us. So it is a shame. Um, he's still playing. Is he still? He is, yeah. He's still playing NPL um, in in the okay. ACT and has been for for the last uh, five six years, I think. Um, so yeah, look after leaving us, um, he he went off to uh, Ange Postacoglu's Brisbane Raw uh, um, for the 2011-12 season, and uh, didn't really. He found it hard to break in again. So had a few appearances off the bench and, and wasn't getting much game time. Uh, the club uh, actually then he went and signed for a Belgian third tier club, CS Vise, um, who was actually also owned by the Bakeries, I think, at the time. So, a bit of a connection there uh, mm. to his other employer. He'd come back to Brisbane, um, but again, only make five appearances in the 14 15 season, scoring one goal. And um, funnily enough, he was, you know, he was still young enough. Um, well, he was still you know, playing in their MPL side a little bit as well because he he was eligible to. So a little bit of time in the Victorian NPL uh, before now, as we said, he's he's been um, very successful in, in the ACT or the Capital Football uh, NPL as well. First for Canberra FC, uh, then Canberra Olympic, Delconnen, and now Monaro Panthers. So still scoring goals. Um, we've got a lovely little family down there um, in Canberra. And yeah. Played for both, gents. Played for both. I'll try. Is there a little song about being a player? Playing both sides. Probably, definitely. Playing both. <laughs> having, having one each way or something like that. Mm. I'll think of it. Yeah. What's that? What's that song? Somebody told you. 
girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, oh, yeah. The killers. Killers. There you mm. go. Have killers, one. Brandon Flowers, playing both sides. Anyway, um, I digress. We've got a game on Sunday, Sean. 6th of November, uh, Morton Daily Stadium, 3 p.m. Beautiful time to have a game up in Queensland, 3 o'clock. That should be right up there, I think, at this point in time. Charlie's at least acclimatised, I'm sure, by now. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to see him play. I know I could have watched him with other games, but anyway, Charlie Austin, he's, he's <laughs> Sydney FC, Sean, Sydney FC. Um, boys, what do we see with the lineup? Uh, uh, fair, fair to say, copy and paste, control C. Yeah. Um, control C, I, control V. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mr. Shortcut. Um, yeah, nothing will change. God forbid, touch wood, if anything happens during this week, we'll get our ins and outs. Um, any different maybe on the bench? Something different? Nah. I don't think so. so. Any chance possibly seen a Wilco or Rod? Nah. Any little bit of time? Doesn't sound like it. Or Alfie. They haven't really. Nah, Alfie's been up week. But if, if Wilco or Rod will, are not on the bench, either one of them, or in the team for that matter, this weekend, can we put a line through them for the following week? Mm. I think you'd have to. Uh, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, not getting ahead of ourselves. Obviously, it's a, we've got to get through this fixture. But I don't think if you if you don't start them or give them any minutes now, it's very dangerous to chuck them into a to a you know a derby. Mm. I don't know. I just I maybe depends if they've been training or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's, I don't know. Depends. It depends where they're at. The, the club's keeping it very close to their chest on mm. where they are. Um, I think Bimby might have come out pre-MacArthur and said that Jack might be okay for the derby, but but we'll see. Um, be interesting to see what happens off the bench. Um, Alex Parsons coming up against his former employer will want to prove a point. So, And he didn't get game time, I think, for the first time uh, in the MacArthur game. Um, Anton against his former employer as well. Mm. I'm not sure if Anton's been making the team, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it, it'll it'll be a tough game. I think Brisbane are proving resilient. Uh, mm-hmm. They went down to ten men around the fifty fiftieth sixtieth minute on the weekend against Melbourne Victory. Um, still managed to hold out for a draw. Um, I thought Brisbane looked okay against the Wanderers a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah. Um, I it thought might be looked, a bit of a bogey okay. team this year for a lot of a lot of clubs, for a lot mm. of teams. Just a little bit of thorn in people's side, and just look. They'll think, yeah, be they'll be bit. hungry, Sean. They'll, yeah. they'll be super hungry because they haven't won yet. Mm. Um, so uh, it will it'll be yeah, very interesting. They've got some they've got some crafty players. You know, Carlo Armiento. Um, I think I think quite highly of. Um, I think he's yeah. he's very good. Um, like that, I said, Charlie yeah. Austin will be a pest. So, Miller Usnich. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bit of pace uh, for players that like getting into the box. Look, so, boys, predicted score. Uh, the, the, um, the weather's meant to be a little bit kinder than it was uh, last weekend in Brisbane for a three o'clock kickoff. So, I think that. Will will be good for our uh, slightly older lineup, despite our wonderful academy products. So, 
I uh, I reckon we'll win. I reckon we'll have too much quality. Uh, I think it'll be a I think it'll be a two one win. Jules, I, I think uh, they're very resilient. Uh, they're just making a real headache um, for teams that have some decent quality already. So I think it'll be a one-all draw. Oh, okay. Okay, um, predicted a loss last week, so. Yeah, exactly. I don't know anything. He's becoming more optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably, at, at risk of jinxing things, um, put a mock on them. I'm going to say this will be the week that we get our first clean sheet. Uh, it won't be anything necessarily pretty. Um, I'll, I'll hedge my bets and they'll either be a Mac or Lolly goal. Um, and I'll say 2 0. And goal prediction the other goal will come from a midfielder. So bold. If, if we do that, we'll probably go to second, I think. Ooh. Just with other results that'll probably happen. And that, and look, fuck them down the road, but <laughs> like, to win, to go to second, like when was the last time a derby uh, at the new stadium where both teams are at the top or near the top or thereabouts for the table, top of the table? It's been a little while, hasn't it? And mm-hmm. I can't include last season because it was the first game of the season and we're both on the same points. Um, yeah. <laughs> On zero, um, so that that'd be pretty cool, and just adds to the the drama and the theatre, the story. It's still piss, it's still pissing me off. All these people pissing in the wanderers' pockets—they're not that fucking good, mm-hmm. anyway. They don't have, that, it doesn't matter. They don't have any fucking fans to sing about it anymore. <laughs> can't even fill a fucking stadium. They're useless. They fucking can't even book club. water fill the stadium. Yeah, fucking oh, shit. Pretenders. We'll bring all that out next week for the. <laughs> yeah, that's a preview. Just gonna exactly, be a lot yes. of explicitives. Sound grab. Yeah. Sound grab. Um, all right. So we've predicted a couple of wins and a draw. So we'll probably lose uh, three or four <laughs> nil. Good stuff. Good work, lads. Jono, you missed this last week. Are we ready? Oh, dear. Uh, I'm just going to fuck it. Oh, yes. Thank you, Brian Johnson. Beautiful. I'm up. My uh, villain villains of the week. Ooh. There's a couple. Um, so a couple, couple honourable mentions. <laughs> uh, Cabello. Uh, I think he's he can't defend. For shit. <laughs> I think he's I I honestly is he's. he's Obviously, been watching Trent Alexander Arnold a little bit too much. It's his <laughs> idol. He's got posters up on him in the Sydney FC change room. Um, Leeds United two, Liverpool one. And yeah, exactly. And I don't think he offers enough going forward to really sub- subsidise that as well. I think he's okay. I think he's okay, but I think he's I think his crosses into the box aren't absolutely beautiful. Pinpoint, great, fantastic. Even fifty percent of the time, we, we haven't seen Connor O'Toole on the bench yet, lads. Mm, oh, interesting. Yeah, was that an honourable mention? Sorry, Jules. That was an honourable mention. So the real, the the real, um, and then the other honourable mention is Bulls get a fan base. You're fucking shit. Um, and then the actual 
Oh, the yeah. actual villain of the week is, and I don't know who to blame, but I'm going to blame the FA. Um, it was Indigenous Football Week, and we're still in, yet to have an Indigenous A-League round. I think it's high time, and one one day we will get there. One day we will get there, but it's it's ridiculous that we still don't have it, I think. Um, I only saw a couple of emails that floated into my inbox from, you know, keep up maybe one email from keep up about the indigenous football week. Mm. Not enough visibility. Um, they did a couple we, of halftime interviews. At the a day. couple here and yeah, it's, it's getting better. Like there's, there's progress, but I mm. feel like surely we can get an indigenous round other codes mm. in, in across the country do it. Why can't we? So what do you want? You want, you want kids. Indigenous want- jerseys. And that would be an appropriate place to put orange. <laughs> yeah yeah it would it would be Unsets, no 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 uh, the whole the whole um shebang yeah kits um welcome to countries every single game um you know like oh, i'm not too sure i'm not too sure what else i mean uh, mm. but i i think the visibility has to be has to be better yeah um maybe even starting a broadcast with you know honoring the uh, recognizing the people of this land you know whether where we're broadcasting from i don't know just different things visibility i think is the biggest thing and and showing you know the indigenous kids around the country that love to play our game that they're represented two more Mm. nice oh shit hang on (laughs) i'll do it again oh yeah reptile look i was indecisive jono and i drove out separate cars but we get to fucking what's it called, Jonathan? Wests, Wests, West. Campbelltown, just Wests oh. Club, and we're there, dawn, decked out in our, our Sydney SEG jersey, scarf, etc. The place is probably as busy as it would ever fucking get. Found <laughs> a table. We've got a table, Sean. Got a table. Thanks to the ladies Three who days. departed once we arrived, um, as they should. And Sky Blue stories. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else. Then, as you should. Hey. Um, <laughs> We sat down. Join the show. What time we get there? Six thirty. Did we meet at six? Yeah, we met at six. Yeah. We had ordered by quarter two. Decided pretty quickly. Steak each, medium and medium rare. Pepper sauce. Doesn't take long to cook a medium rare steak. No. Um, and then it got to what twenty past seven. You wandered up to inquire. What time was it going to be fucking ready, Jonathan? Uh, there was still uh, at least a twenty minute wait. Yeah. So I'm going to say. What? I'm going to say. Well, that would have been um, an hour to wait for a steak. Mm, a steak um, and fucking chips. Yeah, fuck me dead. So we got it right funded and fucked off. But then to make matters worse, Jonathan, Ugh. you like a long cylindrical thing, a sausage. <laughs> I wanted a Kransky. I wanted my Kransky. Kranskys were sold out. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go searching, Jonathan. Yeah. There. Is that why they were sold out? Um <laughs> What was the other one? You got a you got another hot dog. Did you get the javapi? No, I got a javapi in the end. Yeah. Mm. I was like, fuck, I'll get a javapi. I like javapis. Um five minutes after I got mine. Fucking sold out by half time. Nip <laughs> <laughs> down to Woolies and get some more. But in their, yeah, in their defense, more. they're not used to hosting anything more than what, two thousand in the crowd, yeah. I guess. So um that I was, was scared they were gonna run out of beer, Sean, but I think <laughs> we're okay with that. Yeah, Jesus no, Christ. they like their alcohol in the West. Um <laughs> So yeah, look that that was my my gripe. And it then, was shitty. It was fucking deflating. Not 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 getting to eat a proper dinner, right? When <laughs> you like, I travelled all this way. I'm hungry. 
first world problems, but still, yeah. fuck. And yeah, then the dopey cunt, sorry, on, on Twitter, on <laughs> so they're having a go at the, the traveling fans. Like, oh, they didn't really travel. It's in the same city. I'm like, bitch, please. It's like 50 kilometers and over an hour. Yeah. And it's a figure. You try of, fucking traveling out yeah. that far <laughs> for a derby. Yeah. A derby. <laughs> and it's a figure of speech, traveling fans. You can yeah. take it literally or figuratively. Piss Away, off. Fan. Yeah. Away. All right. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking windows. Strap the fuck in. Um, <laughs> now, th- this was a first for me on the weekend, and, and I'm not sure... You know, I'm not sure. We've only had two home games, but... And this will become particularly pertinent in the next couple of weeks, but do not wear a Sydney FC jersey oh. with Ninkovic on it. I agree. Please. That guy doesn't fuck that. No. off. Maybe he doesn't have social media, John. I, I, I spread the word. <laughs> right? Like, it, it almost ruined my night. But I just, you know, he didn't look like he went to too many games. So I'd, I th- I'd forgive him if he, you know, maybe didn't realise that he didn't play for us anymore. I saw a kid that tried to scrap it off one of the jerseys, but it's still pretty much on there. I was going to punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> At least he tried. Yeah, well. Like my midnight enough. plum is fucking ruined, right? But I'm not going to wear it until I've got it covered up good and proper or something. Right. But, yeah, no, villain of the week, don't wear a Nikovic jersey or fucking Sydney FC game. All right, let's move it over to something a lot lighter and fuzzier. My hero was uh, leaving Campbelltown. No, no, no. no. <laughs> My hero is, and look, uh, yeah, for anyone who's listened for, for a few episodes or more, it was fucking great seeing Jaden take the field on Saturday night. There's been a lot of time and attention on this kid, and rightfully so, been the MPL player of the year or most recent season. Um, He's been brewing and bubbling away over the last few seasons. There was a couple of two, three seasons ago in the MPL, it was the uh, Jay Coleman and Jaden Kaczarski show, and they were just playing off each other, and it was just beautiful to watch. And then then he's just – gone up an extra he's grown an extra testicle or, or something or an extra leg he's been absolutely insane in the end <laughs> that league. extra third um, leg yeah uh, very excited very happy for jake to get his um Jaden to get his uh a league debut and to get it and jake's debut and jake as well good would reich and that fucking sick mullet um, oh, it's gorgeous hair, hair envy yeah awesome. so that's my uh hero of the week nice Uh, don't fuck it up. I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. I will stand by you forever. This takes me to another planet every time, Sean. Um, football. Traveling support was my uh, hero of the week. 
the cove, the home, not just the cove, every every supporter um, that filled that eastern grandstand. Uh, it was just such a such a good feeling looking looking uh, down the stadium and, and seeing so much sky blue. And it goes to show, like <clears throat> you know, we, we whinge and bitch a bit on here, but it's actually not that hard to get to. Um, and I hope in the future that for for all those for all those games there that we we get similar, if not more, um, support. And um, and really fill fill that entire side of the ground because uh, it makes for a very enjoyable mm. match day experience. So well done to to everyone that went out to Campbelltown on Saturday night. My hero of the week um, and for the last couple of weeks is Alex King and the ref of the referees in Australia giving us dodgy decisions so we can get results in football games. Long live the Sydney FC conspiracy. <laughs> get your tinfoil hats out, the rest the, of the league. The lizard it's men. All, the lizard Amazing. men are in control. The Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. The Jews, if you're Kanye West fan. Yep. All of them. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, sticking with Jules, fantasy. I need some tips, yeah. man. I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. We need to. We need to chat off air. I'm, I'm about, not. Um, you losing yeah. Jonathan? Yeah, I'm getting smashed. <laughs> he's um he's having a torrid time of it. I will say. Um, yeah, Jono. Jono was well and truly. Bollocked this week. The lollipops had a loss, had an L. He did. He did have an L. Um, his first L of the season. So he's actually dropped from first to fourth, which oh. is crazy. Um, that's how tight it is up the top. So um, yeah, it's 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 heating up. It's the top, the top two that are absolutely perfect. So a special mention to them is who wouldn't want Pat and Parsons the parcel? Absolutely that, killing it. Pretty sure I've been yeah. doing like both of them so far. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're four from four, so it's nothing to feel bad about, to be <laughs> honest. Um, they're pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're going great guns. Absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, who wouldn't want it actually has 418 accumulative points, which is brilliant. Um, one of the best. a week. Yeah, he's he's smacking it. So, well done. Um, you in the, are you in the six, Jules? I am in the six. I've Whee! just crept, I've just crept in the six. So there's some representation there. So um, I'm actually playing Lollipops, um, the former league leader this week. So watch out. Bit of a match up there. And you, Jono, mm-hmm. just because we want to see how our Sky Blues mm-hmm. boys are doing, you're playing Joel King FC, oh. which is 17. It's the battle of the cellar dwellers. It's 17, <laughs> 17 versus 18. So... Whoever loses this will, um, you know, go into relegation. Uh, oh. Yeah, the relegation so what section. What you're saying is that I probably should have picked a team entirely based on former Sydney FC players or the Sydney FC youth <laughs> side of 2019. Is that, what you're, is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Okay, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I feel dirty that I have three Wanderers players in my oh. lineup, but uh, yeah, I'm all about winning. So. Yuck. Yuck. That's what it is. Ah, very good. Very good. All right. Well, good luck to everyone in Fantasia land. 
this week. Um, just a quick reminder for me about um, our stadium, well, not our, Sydney FC's Stadium for Ants uh, promotion with the brilliant um, Allianz Stadium replica. Uh, Sydney FC are running, Sydney FC Foundation are running. Um, there are tickets still available. Um, they may not be for much longer, so make sure you log on to the Sydney FC website's the best place or Sydney FC Foundation on Instagram. And there'll be links to to how to get um, your tickets in there. Ten dollars a ticket, or the more you buy, the the less per ticket it comes down. I think so. Um, mm. Get in, get involved. Um, I just want to have another another shout out. Sorry to uh, Davey, who, who we mentioned earlier that we met uh, at uh, the game on the weekend. Uh, Davey, on the back of I don't know, he, you know, he didn't do this for plaudits, but on the back of our interview last week with uh, or two weeks ago with the wonderful um, Jada Wyman. Uh, made a very generous donation to the the John Moriarty Foundation on the back of listening to the podcast. So um, it warms the cockles in the hearts, boys, when we hear stuff like that. Um, you know, it's part of the reason we do the the podcast is for community, um, for building the Sydney FC community, and what a fucking great one it is. Just quietly, Sean. Yeah, any general absolutely. business from you? Nah, uh, that's it. Stay in France and um, watch the game on uh, what is it Sunday three o'clock? And um, tickets are selling fast. Fast for the following week's derby, the derby, the proper derby, OG. Um, so yeah, get we, re- we reckon we're going to get a sell out there. <sighs> it's going to go close. We're just going to go close. Um, it's so freaking good to be 25? back in the stadium. If we, if oh. both sides, if Ooh. both sides get a win this weekend, mm. I think it could go close, Jules. The- I think you, yeah, I think you've got to have thirty-five. Minimum 35k. What minimum. Is that? What, is, what, what does Allianz hold? Is it 40? 45. 45. 45. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's 45. You're the douchebags play. You're the scum play. Mariners Friday night, I think. So yeah. should get a dub. Go up 2 0 and then Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cummings, yeah, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, come on. Quite Be a good game to watch, actually. Be a good game to watch. Mm. Yeah. Don't often say that when the scum are involved. No. Yeah. Brilliant. All right, gents. Um, what a great podcast, guys. Um, we'll watch that game. We'll report back next week in preparation for the 37th Sydney Derby. I've got no idea if that's what the number is. Maybe, John, people can start thinking about who's played for both us and Mariners because there's hardly anybody. Us and Wanderers. Us and Wanderers. No, Mariners. Oh, no, fuck. Oh. Yeah. Why am I thinking Mariners? Yeah, Wanderers. There's been nobody. Um, yeah. no, no, no one, it's definitely no one. All right, um, thanks for listening as always. Thanks for your contributions, gents. Thank you. Uh, have a good week, and we'll talk to everyone next week. <laughs> <laughs>